I think I deserve more of a clap than that because. Uh, <laughs> That is better. One, because I don't know how I got on this radical panel. <laughs> and two, because I get to go before Reverend Tweed. <laughs> that would have been a difficult act to follow. And so, I will proceed. Let my 10 minutes not start yet. I want to take you on a journey of life, of resistance. Could you please stand for me real quickly? Real quickly, don't be resistant. <laughs> and I know you just finished lunch, but could you hold your breath for me? As long as you can. And resist the urge to breathe. Anybody struggling yet? If you're struggling, sit down. <laughs> oh, there are some fighters laugh. <laughs> True warriors. Oh yes, my uncles laugh. We come from good family. <laughs> Good, strong structure. That's Keita's uh, father, too. So what did that feel like? Having difficulty resisting the urge to breathe. That is what it's like for me in this country. That is what it's like for me as I live a life of resistance as I resist being choked out of my life in various sectors of this community. I often say that I carry several bulls, um, bull's eyes over my body. I'm gonna share some with you today. I'm resisting today. When I was growing up and I started to become active in my various genres, most insisted that I wear a dress whenever I appeared before the public. When I was less radical many years ago, I would acquiesce and wear a dress. Obviously, I changed. And I said, the first place I'm going to resist being choked out, and the first place I'm going to breathe, and the first place I'm going to resist is in my own house, in my own body, and in my own attire. And so now I wear the clothes of a resister. I think I look good in a bow tie. <laughs> and we're not even gonna talk about these sharp shoes I have on. 
And we're not even going to talk about this jacket that my wife picked out. See, the claps were less when I said that. <laughs> because that's another area in which I wear a bullseye. I resist the notion that I cannot be true to my reality. I resist the notion that I cannot marry in my country. Resistance today looks like standing up time and time again against an injustice when you are an equal taxpayer and should have access to the equal services of the government in this country. And I will resist, and I will resist until we as a country get it right. And it may be long, but Dr. Hudson is an example that persistency will pay off. Love will always win. As a black woman in this country, I resist. I resist against the notion that we're not good enough to travel in the same circles as others. I resist the idea that we have to straighten our hair, though it's your choice. But well, we have arrived at a time where we can wear our hair as we wish. The Afro is powerful these days. I tried it. <laughs> it didn't go well for me. And so I was determined to resist the idea that I had to have hair at all. And I wear my bald head with pride and the knowledge that I will resist the idea of anyone who says to me, why don't you grow here as women should do? I resist the idea that as a black unionist, I must be silent when I see injustice for the workers of this country. And I resist the idea that if I must get pepper sprayed, <coughs> that I must be sprayed and go away and be silent. It will not happen. And if we have to resist in the streets, around the parliament, and wherever, again, for the workers of this country, I will be, as I always am, on the front row resisting. And the reason why we resist is not only for the injustices that we are still suffering today, but to make a pathway and build a bridge for our children who are coming behind us. Who I realized after last night, having a lovely conversation with some young people, that I must get to be building that bridge at every turn because they're coming. And they are less silent, thank the Lord, than we are.
And so as I go about my life, see, this is why I talked to these young people last night, because I know my time must be near, but I haven't got one flash card, but I'm not even going to notice it. <laughs> I haven't seen a card. <laughs> these are the two I talk to. <laughs> See, they didn't even give the rest this much time. I'm only on six minutes? Well done, well done. Four more minutes to go. So let me tell you how my life goes on a daily basis. On a daily basis, I have to walk around this country and decide on which nostril I'm going to breathe out of so that I can operate in a safe environment. And sometimes I must hold my breath for a little while as a black woman and say all is good for us in this country. When we know it isn't true. We know it is difficult being a single black mother in this country and have the same expectation for our children than anybody else has. Because some people say you should not have had that many children. Or you should have got married before you had your children. Or you should have, and you should have, and you should have. And I say to all the single black mothers out there, resist. Resist and live your truth for your children. And resist the urge to be interrupted. <laughs> Resist the urge to not be proud of your truth. It's been a long struggle. And it, it, it was a struggle because sometimes the resistance comes from within your own family, within your own race within your own environments and your friends who say, if only you can turn it down a bit. And I'm here to say that resistance in 2018 looks like breathing freely and say, I will not compromise, I will not acquiesce, and I will not go back in the closet for you or anyone else, and I will resist, and I will resist, and I will resist until resistance becomes a thing of the past.